69. Did he just say 69? Yeah, if you tuning in right now, you just on time. Oh boy. It's a podcast. I don't know, maybe you've heard of them. Perhaps you've been living under a rock, which brings me to uh, our hosts. We got Amanda Rocks. Amanda Rocks! Karaoke host from Oklahoma. Kind of makes me think of Opie from the I mean, talk. All right. So, welcome, everybody. We are having some fun conversations already about male sex robots and whether or not they can make their dicks talk. Will that happen? Like, can this male sex robot's dick say things like, oh, pretty pussy, like when they're like... Pretty, pretty pussy. Like, like, little, little, it's gonna be a little teeny whiny voice. Right? Unless it's uncircumcised sex robot, and then it's gonna be like, <laughs> right? Your pussy's dick is so big. <laughs> It doesn't take much. I don't know. I'm just, you know, I'm sure they can, you can select different voices, I would assume. Right? I mean, I'm assuming you guys don't want the, the, the female sex robot's pussy to talk because you don't want her mouth to talk. And so I'm assuming you want her face to shut up. You're also going to want her pussy to shut up. Right? Right? Like you're going to be like, what? No. Silence and queaves it's all we expect out of you (laughs) sorry okay here's what's happening i am in a really good mood and this is happy hour right because it's in the name it's like the whole it's actually two hours just uh, that's a technicality and yes we are going to be happy for the whole two hours it's not just the first hour that we're happy uh but tonight i'm trina roderick we have george davis would you prefer davis or smith or both either one well, what about both? Davis. That's I like let's the three go Davis. names. George Davis Smith. That's my actual name. Well, let's do that. I like that. Let's do it. My favorite happy person for the next two hours. Thank you so much for joining us. If you've downloaded or if you're here in the studio, we have got a fantastic lineup. I am so, so excited. I'm like happier, like happiest hour, you know. Why not? You know, it's all hyperbole these days. Nothing can just be, it's got to be like the best ever, even though clearly it's never going to be the best ever. 
Is there no way ever is going to no. Anyway. Do you think they had like best ever lists in the 1700s? Right? Do you think they had like the best astronomer or the best failed astrological theory 1973 or 1793 anyway so welcome and our first comic now now John I hope you don't mind I was I was playing around with with George in the back not playing but he was writing your name and I said how do you pronounce that Alcides Alcides it sounds too much like Al-Qaeda, Al-Qaeda, or Al-Qaeda, Al-Qaeda. I'm horrible with names and name pronunciations, but I am an attorney, and I was, I really, really, really missed the fact that I, I missed the opportunity. I was appearing in front of this judge that I didn't like, who was a huge stickler for correct name pronunciation, which is a challenge for me, and so I really wanted to fuck with him, and I really wanted to start mispronouncing names like Johnson, like say, Johansson. <laughs> Which wouldn't translate on the record, right? Because it's just a tr- it's just an emphasis difference. It's not an actual name difference. So when the uh, court of appeal heard it on the tra- saw it on the transcript, it would just look at anyway. Missed that chance. But John, fantastic comic. Comic. I'm seriously, you are really good. I'm really, really impressed with your comedy every time I see you, and I'm really, really glad you're here today, tonight at the to kick off our happy hour and wait say how do you pronounce it again Alcabez I got it welcome John Alcabez thank you my I think if I could like invent a sex robot it would be like like sentient and like really really good at dirty talk but the pussy would just be like jagged metal um (laughs) just you know stick it to society I don't know why I think I'm some sort of genius that could like I, I'm I could make it maybe, but I I think I would fall victim to it too. You know? Um I was you guys sad about Tom Petty? Are you guys still crying about that that man who died? Uh yeah. I I like was never a huge Tom Petty fan, but like I like Tom Petty. Like I every time I hear him I like his music. So something that happened a lot to me um, last week was I would be listening to the radio and a song I really liked would come on and I'd be like jamming to it. I'd be like, oh, this is nice. I wonder who this is. And then the DJ would come on and be like, that was Tom Petty who is dead. So if you liked that, that is just too bad because the man is dead and in the ground. Or they did the, they cremated him. I don't know. Sorry if Tom Petty's like your uncle or something, then that was pretty insensitive. But also, if Tom Petty was your uncle, that's kind of cool. You get to tell people that at parties and shit, so I don't know what you're complaining about. Um, I, uh, I, think if I, ever, I think if I ever met the Pope, um, like the new, specifically the new progressive Pope, I would like just inform him of the male G-spot. Just because, like, cause like, past popes would just be like, ew, gross, gay, whatever. But this pope is, like, making a real attempt to, like, be progressive. So I just would want to watch him struggle with that. Be like, dude, I don't know. I think you should try some butt stuff. I think you should check it out. He does it because he, like, wants to be cool pope. Progressive pope. Um... I, uh, I'm pretty impressed with people that are able to, like, do BDSM in a way that, like, 
works with their life and it's like healthy. Like people are able to like discuss like BDSM. It fascinates me in that way, but it also kind of freaks me out. Like the idea of like playing with consent in that way, because it feels like there's this whole movement asking me like, Hey John, do you want a slave? And it's like, well, kind of, but I thought we said we're not doing those. I thought that was the agreement we came to. No slaves. Remember no slaves. And then they're like, well, yeah, but it actually turns out that if everyone's a consenting adult and you set clear boundaries, then you can uh, do stuff like that. And I'm just like, yeah, it's just, it's a lot easier for me if we just do no slaves, right? Across the board. Doesn't it have a nice ring to it? No slaves. No slaves. I like it. No, I don't know. Like, I, I was at Folsom Street Fair. Um a couple weeks ago and saw a lot of people like walking around just like partners with like one of them's the master and one of them's a slave and they're on a leash and it's like very clear that it's like all consensual but I think one thing that would really fuck up the vibe of the whole place is if um, one of the people holding the leash let go and the other dude just like ran the fuck away I think that would really ruin people's time I think it would really fuck up the yeah, it's so crazy. Just walk, you just, I was working in a cafe right there and slave, there was just a slave on his phone. He <laughs> can use his phone. That's like, like, have you ever like had a friend in college who was in a fraternity and, and they like have a pledge master and it's like, they don't think it's weird and like a little sexual. Is it not a little sexual that like, the way it works is usually like there's like six weeks where they just have, they just have to do whatever this one dude says and they like don't, what I'm saying is like if you're going to have that type of relationship, like, like get your dirty dicks down to the dungeon and work some shit out, you know, um, I, uh, if I was, if I was ever president, uh, one thing I would do differently is like a lot of times presidents like are getting in trouble because during like when the nation needs them they're um they're playing uh golf i would i'd be the first president that was always getting like busted by the media for playing um laser tag during during natural disasters it's like oh president alchemist in the arena again where does he find time to get such high scores our president is a disgrace because he's so goddamn good at laser tag. That's really what I just want to go down as the worst president in history and like top 10 laser tag players. That's been all for me. Thank you. Fantastic as expected. And uh, thank you so much, John. I, I, I don't know. Like there's I, I, the millennials are definitely going to produce a president that's really good at some kind of game. That's just right. And, and laser tag, like, I feel like maybe that should actually be a qualification to be president in chief. I mean, you're chief of the military. If you can't fucking laser tag your, the way out of your paper bag, right? Like, what can, why? We should at least test them at laser tag, right? Shouldn't that be a thing, like, with the debates? They're going to be the president of the military. The, well, they're not the president of the military, I guess, are they? Are they? They're not the president, right, of the military. What's, what's technically of their official? Okay, they're the. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, I guess. Okay. 
So, our next comic coming to the stage, not Matthew. <laughs> well, you stuck your head in, and we had that incident last week, and I'm just a little nervous about where you are on the list. You know, I don't want to have to kick your ass again this week. I'm just saying that's extra work for me. <laughs> and I'm not trying to do extra work. I'll call Pam. She's over at Benders and have her come kick your ass. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I, I like trash talking. That's my thing. I, the, okay, okay. So, Geneva, Andrew is next. And Well, I'm, I suck at this. We've been over that. Andrew, I suck at this. I don't understand why you're... I'm sorry, not Andrew. Matthew. I'm horrible with names. I've got Andrew on my mind because he's next, but I'm talking to Matthew, who's... I think smoking a cigarette outside. But anyway, okay. Okay, this is really going to happen. I'm really actually going to bring a comic up. This is actually going to happen. I'm actually going to do it. Whew. Okay, wait. Let me just give me a minute. Okay, okay. What do I do first? Okay, you know what? Andrew, you would not believe how specific you have to be to tell people to clap their hands. Like, they just don't actually just, do, when you say, hey, our next comic comes, they don't know to clap their hands, apparently. Unless you actually say, put your hands that's why the hosts say that so much i didn't know now i know anyway you guys put your hands together for andrew ginsburg thanks stop clapping so if you if you announce that everybody should clap you have to tell everybody to stop clapping and or else the audience would just keep clapping non-stop uh what do I want to say? I had some things I wanted to say. Well, th hey, thanks for having me back. This is the biggest show I've ever done, so I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty excited to be around all you guys. My name's Andrew. I live over there. I'm from New Jersey, and I moved to San Francisco a couple of years ago. It's my third time at Mutiny Radio, and every time I've just, you know, been doing a lot of acid, I remember this place, and I want to come down here and, and just see how everybody's doing. So it's good to see you guys. Uh, I have a bit that I want to work out. That's why I came down here tonight, just to, to work out something, but... I was on the way over here, and I decided I needed a cup of coffee. So I'm gonna just I told myself I was gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I wanted to get a cup of coffee real quick, but I didn't have any cash on me. I never have cash anymore, and 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 so it was like a five dollar minimum on the debit card, and then so it was like a like a Mexican cafe with tamales and coffee, and I got the coffee, and she was like, you know, you still need three more dollars to use your your debit card. So I was like, okay, give me a tamale then. But I don't want a tamale because I just date. So now I have a tamale that I didn't want. And I was like, you know what I'll do at San Francisco? There's a homeless problem. I'll give it to a homeless guy. And this, is, this just happened like five minutes ago. And there was a guy who looked, I thought he was homeless. And I tried to give him the tamale. And I was like, hey, do you, do you want this? And he was like, I don't want a fucking tamale. Why are you giving this to me? Like, I'm not, I'm not homeless. And I was like... Oh, man, like, imagine how that feels to that guy. I went up to him and I was like, you look like you can't afford to eat. Even, like, that's what I think of you. I saw you. And uh, here's, eat my, here's my tamale. Anyway, he didn't take it. I threw it in the garbage in front of Mutiny Radio. Um, I've been watching a lot of Netflix lately. That's what people do. The people I work with, they're like, Netflix, we Netflix this weekend. We all Netflix. We get to, we, because of Netflix, we can watch TV all the time. There's a, it's just an endless stream of television. And I remember when you couldn't Netflix and chill. I used to try to blockbuster and chill, and it was hard because you had to have 50 bucks. Because movies used to cost six bucks a movie. So if you were going to spend the whole night watching movies, that's like, 
50 bucks to Blockbuster and chill. Netflix ended that. They made it way more affordable to spend all your time watching movies. And the, the thing that Netflix does that people aren't in tune with, like that people don't realize, like everybody talks about, oh, do you watch Stranger Things? Did you see that stand-up special? Did you see every episode of The Office? But like, there's a fucked up aspect to Netflix that nobody's thinking about, but I'm onto it, all right? The Netflix machine is feeding us information and they're disguising it under all this nice stuff. So you go in, hey, you've got your family friend. Who is it? It's Andrew. It could, like, anyway, by the way, what kind of person has like multiple users on their Netflix account? I feel like you'd have to have the perfect family. It's Andrew and it's Melissa and it's our dog. <laughs> Who's logging in? But I think I log in and there's comedy and there's drama, but no one's talking about the documentary section. Are we on the same page here with the doc? The documentary section on Netflix really fucks me up. And it, it, like, it teaches you things about Netflix, about life that I, I didn't expect to, to watch when I'm Netflixing and chilling. Like, for example, it seems like every movie is like, they hook you in by not telling you what it's really like going to be about. So it's like, oh, this one's called, look at it's Flower Town on Netflix. There's a picture of a shed with like the sun over it and it's like fading into the back and it's Flower Town. It's, it's the story of a town that produces vegetables. Oh, that seems nice. Like, I'll watch Flower Town. I'm high. I'll see what's happening. Turn on Flower Town and it's always narrated by somebody that continues to hook you in before they hit you with their message. So it's like, Flower Town. Oh, it's, it's, is that the guy from Breaking Bad? The bad guy Gus yeah it's him he's narrating this I, I like Gus I'll watch this and it's like hello this is Flower Town like this is I'm Giancarlo Esposito and thank you for watching it uh, 9-11 was an inside job and you're just like whoa how do they slide that into Netflix that was amazing and then he goes uh, do you do you know what your um I'll wrap this up real quick, but he says, do you know where your food comes from? Your food comes from a farm in Flower Town where there's some sweaty guy just going, eh, fuck, fuck these pigs, blah, and then you watch this and you leave there, just kind of, it just distorts your reality and distorts all the archetypes of, of who you are. That's what, that's what Netflix is doing. That's my version of Netflix and chill. It's a secret between me and Netflix. So thanks for listening to me rant about Netflix for a few minutes tonight, guys, and uh, I'll be coming back on Fridays, and it's nice talking to you, so enjoy. Thanks. <laughs> Nice, Andrew. Come back. This is fantastic. I love it. I, you know, I also have this new, newfound love hate with Netflix. Right? Like, at first, it just it opened up so many new possibilities. Right? It was just the most amazing thing ever. And now, like, I really want to get into the algorithms. Have you ever? clicked on something to watch it not because you wanted to watch it i mean i know there's this more like this button but it's like just to encourage like have you ever tried to manipulate the algorithms on your own do you guys ever do that right like i'll click this so that it thinks i like this because i've seen this before and i wanted to think i like this right no is that a, that's a, it's probably i'm sorry i don't mean to be so uh gender specific that's probably a chick thing to do try to manipulate the algorithms passive aggressive right I don't just call Netflix and tell them off. No, I got to manipulate the algorithms. Anyway, okay, so our next comic coming to the stage. Bryce, how do you spell it, pronounce your last name? I'm, I'm trying to get better at names. Uh, yeah, Drusen. 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 Uh, Bryce Drusen. You know, it's a good thing your name. Oh, thank you. I thought you meant the bottom part of the mic. But I still wasn't flipping it, was I? <laughs> I'm glad your name isn't Andrew Drusen. You know, that would not have been a choice that I would have 
approved of, right? Because Andrew's the we just had Andrew up. And then when you said your name was Drusen, I couldn't, I couldn't not, under, you know, comprehend that they rhymed. I, it, anyway. I suck at this. I'm telling you. I, okay, so what's going to happen next is that people are going to clap for you, and then you're going to come up to the stage without tripping. Okay, like not even a little bit. So everybody, welcome to the stage by clapping your hands. Uh, Bryce Drusen. God, I tripped so hard, guys. Um, that was like the first physical humor I've ever done on stage. So um, I dropped some change. Uh, I got change. <laughs> so uh, hey, you guys ever notice how uh, like jizz has a really short shelf life for being sexy? You know, like like I think I, I think it's like 15 seconds after jizz makes the. It, appearance on the stage, right? We're like, it's great, right? Like anything goes, right? I mean, you know, you know, woman, they can lick it up. Guys can, can finger paint with it or, or do one of those, like, you know, put their hands on the belly and do like a, one of those hand turkey drawings, you know, but, uh, but that fades. It's pretty, pretty quick transition from, from sexy to, uh, to gross. Like, you know, if you wait like 25 seconds, and like you're a guy and you try to like scoop up jizz and feed it to your girlfriend, like she's not gonna go for that. That 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 ship has sailed. And uh, here's a question: like, uh, do do you do you eat or do you drink jizz? Because like, you you swallow jizz, but you swallow all types of food. You know, I mean, so that's not good enough. I mean. We we need to come to a conclusion. I mean, like you eat Jello, right? Like you eat rice pudding. Uh, you drink syrup, but but like people don't really drink syrup that much. So I don't know. I think that remains a mystery. I think it remains a mystery. It just doesn't come up like that often. The question because it's like never served in a cup, you know, so or a bowl. I mean, sometimes it is, but like. In rare, that's like just like filthy, filthy uh, films. Um, so, so yeah, this remains a mystery. Uh, I, I was like a really uh, late virgin, guys. Um, like I didn't lose my virginity until after college, and you know maybe some of you are doing some like mental calculations. It's like, all right, when what, what, what was the exact age? Well, it was old enough that I'm not going to tell you. So. I'm 32, so you guys can try to figure out the math on that. What's how many years need to pass? But um, that fucks with your perspective, you know. Like on news, right? It's like I remember I was hearing something like, you know, teen pregnancy on the rise. You know, it's like it's like, well, fucking lucky teenagers, you know? Yeah. And uh, first time I touched a vagina. Uh, it was with my toe, my big toe specifically, because I wanted to impress her. And uh, <laughs> I think that's pretty rare, right? I, I think like 
a good 95% of guys, like the first time they touch a vagina, it's with their, their fingers. What do you, 95%? Do you think that's like a good number? 90, 99? I don't know, but vast, vast majority. My, mine was a toe. Uh, it was also uh, while I was floating down the Louisiana bayou on an inner tube. And uh, I had my, uh, I was 20, she was 30. Uh, we were floating in this big group. She like pulled me back from the flotilla, so we were isolated. And I had my leg in her inner tube. And I just started just towing her down the bayou. <laughs> oh, boom. Um, first Facebook joke I've ever told, guys. Uh, like, I was never really... I was on, I've been on Facebook for a long time, but like, I was never, like, an active user, you know? And, like, uh, I don't know, like, a few weeks ago, I started to, like, actively use it, participate on, like, forums, you know? And I was, like... I've, I've usually I've been like reserved in the past and I'm I'm just like more outgoing like some stuff has happened with me just like feeling better and uh, but like people have reacted like badly to it you know like a, a few people and like so I'm getting all like oh like self-conscious like you know like my humor isn't translating through text and like the thing about Facebook it's like you know one person makes a negative comment and it's like I take that to mean like how many people it's just one person, right? But I mean, it could be like hundreds of people agree with him. Like you have no sense of perspective. So, uh, so yeah, there's that. Um, you know, uh, for one year I did, I'll uh, wrap it up with this. For one year I did a, uh, my job was to clean the houses of hoarders. That's what my, I worked for this three person company who we went around cleaning the houses of hoarders and uh it got me thinking like you know you learn about hoarding like it's a psychological condition it's a human condition and you know nowadays hoarders have so much stuff to choose from clothes newspapers stray cats like i feel bad for like ancient hoarders you know like cavemen they're like they just had like bones and stones and sticks so all right that's my time thank you That sounds like so much fun to me for some reason. I do not know why. Except for that my first job was cleaning my home ec teacher's house. I mean, she wasn't a hoarder, but she did teach home ec. So I had to be I was super anal about that shit, right? I have a little Cinderella complex, I'm just saying. Hey, all right. So our next comment coming to the stage, uh... So far tonight, haven't had to kick his ass yet. Not yet. Night's still young. So put your hands together, everyone, for Matthew Quirk. All right, so uh, before I become a uh, Me Too Facebook rant, uh, I would like to apologize to Trina Roderick. For my behavior last week, the open mic, I might have come off a little too strong, asking to be called in the right order. This mic stands not doing what I want it to do. 
So I apologize if uh, my yes ending came off a little rough. I might have committed to the bit too hard with my microaggressions, getting a little macro. I apologize. So am I the only one getting uh, really, really depressed reading all these Facebook memes? I said that wrong. Is anybody else here getting really, really depressed reading all the, the Facebook stuff? Me also. Too literary? Yeah, okay. I don't want to say the wrong thing. So I'm seeing all this Me Too on Facebook, and uh, am I supposed to like this stuff? I'm confused. And what's really confusing me is, so I don't want to like like it, right? I want to be like, wow, how brave of you, but I'm not sure what to say. So then I just end up being like a lurker on the Facebook to all other people's tragedies. Too sensitive a subject. Anyway, so I was thinking of buying some property up in Sonoma County. I hear they're having a fire sale. That joke is smoking hot right now. That joke is on fire, kids. That joke is under 0% containment. Actually, I'm really looking forward to the uh, 2017 vintage. Uh, I hear it's going to be ashy with a sooty finish. But that's nothing. You can look forward to the 2018 vintage, which will be a little household chemically with a fire retardant finish. Anyway, either when you drink, I mean, it's going to be exciting to drink it, right? It's going to be all, it's going to feel that whisk of danger. But I hear the devastating hangover afterwards is just going to make you feel like scorched earth. Just the sound booth on that one. <clears throat> Too cutting edge. So anyway, what else do I want to talk about? Oh, I did want to make a comment to my 32-year-old virgin friend. Uh, you look like the kind of guy that graduated college at like 17, so you could still come under the wire with that virginity joke, in my opinion. That's right. Helpful hints from the guy bombing after you. <laughs> so anyway. <clears throat> I don't know if you guys know this, but I transitioned recently from an apartment to a van. My vanzition. And if you don't mind, I'd like to vansplain a couple things to you guys about what it's like living in your mobile home trying to take that word back to the fellas out there so uh you really gotta time your workouts right because you gotta you got a solar shower in there you gotta wait for the sun to warm you up and you really got a time when you're sweatiest so you can shower before too much sun goes down it was really a bitch. During, I, I tell those jokes about Sonoma because it was really a bitch during their fires, that, that global dimming we experienced, that mini nuclear winter we kind of look forward to. And my hot water didn't heat up. I had to take some brisk showers there 
maybe skip a day. It's terrible. You got to keep up appearances in this city. It's cool to look homeless chic without actually looking homeless. All right. Thanks, Meeting Radio. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, Matthew, you're, you're, you're very kind. I'm really excited. You know, as you know, I'm very, a huge feminist. And I, I'm, I appreciate the fact that we're getting to know the way men and women do things differently, right? So in girl world, when you get your ass kicked, you don't have to apologize. The, the apology is presumed in the humiliation of getting your ass whooped. You don't, you don't have to, you know what I mean? You guys don't do it that way. That's not how you guys do it. You guys go for the extra apology after. It's okay. Are you, would you oh, I'm sorry. Are you humiliated feeling not like you don't want me to say you've been gotten your ass kicked by a girl? Is that what's happening? Well, cause he, uh, Zach, what is the expression on Alex? I mean, uh, Matthew's face. All right, so don't answer that. Our next comic <laughs> coming to the stage. Tall, wearing a jacket today, hopefully feeling good, not limping at all. Alex Peony, everybody. It's like you always see uh, Buddha head sculptures and like Mayan sculptures have heads, but like you never see Jesus head sculptures, right? Okay. It's like this one time I I remember I was a kid, I drew an or I I colored with colored pencils and orange Jesus because I thought if I shaded it lightly it would like kind of look like cream or something i showed it to my sunday school teacher and he said uh jesus didn't have orange skin but i thought i'd nailed it uh so i'm thinking of maybe get a not my president uh neck tattoo cursive or old english uh shaving the top of my head growing a mullet in back and uh it'll be Maybe awkward in front, party in back, or just party in front, party in back. Hmm. Maybe like that stoner guy. I saw he got Visine tattooed on his forearm. Uh, no, it's just, this is network television. Like, they got these figure skaters wearing these, uh, like, mini skirts. So I want you guys to check out my new... Uh, <laughs> My new hashtag, uh, start slut shaming figure skating whores. Hashtag. Yeah. Let's get real people. Missionaries. They're just like, we're on a mission from God to give you this dick. Get real people. uh, Oh, you know what? I want to start solar. We have the technology, you guys to have solar-powered Nazi death camps. It's where we send Nazis to death camps. But they could be solar-powered. We have the technology. Uh, On Halloween, just wear a cheap suit. Poof, you're a lawyer. 
So my landlord was posted on Facebook too much about his personal life. Like he wrote a life event. First cellulite on my butthole. It's like people don't think I'm patriotic. I'm very patriotic. I have red, white, and blue balls. I'm still upset. I'm still pissed off, really, about my circumcision. But hey, you win some, you lose some. I want to start a new sandwich shop. SOB sandwich shop. That's right, son of a bitch sandwich shop. Our motto will be, uh, son of a bitch, that's a good sandwich. Uh, you've heard of pick a bagel? How about lick a bagel? Just try not licking our bagels. I want to start a microbrewery, pub tarts? Pub tarts. Free Wi-Fi. Okay. Uh, how about overpriced donuts? All our donuts are way overpriced. How about that? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, San Francisco. Apparently, it's illegal to shoot pigeons from your own front porch with your own gun. I like bird-on-bird bird violence, though. I wanna, I wanna see a hawk, like kill a uh, one of those blackbirds. Maybe a seagull. Um, people say weird shit when people die. Like my buddy got hit by a bus, and this girl at work was like, "I just saw him last week. He looked great," you know. Uh, and you know the roommates that are like, anyway, uh, yeah, uh, that's about it for me. That's my time. Thank you. Alex, Alex, you were getting good. I like it. You did some good writing work this week. Absolutely. I like it. I like, what about if you just, you know, go old man on the whole party in the front or back and what about party out the ears you know what I mean like I don't know <laughs> party in the eyebrows like it can't Trump at least trim them so they don't look evil probably not that's probably the look he's going for anyway Alex fantastic and Zach is next. What's your last name again, Zach? Foster. Foster. I'll work on pronouncing that. Might take me a minute. Okay, everybody put your uh, meat paws together for uh, Zach Foster. Keep it going for your host, Vanna White. White. I love how some people pronounce the H's before the W's. <laughs> you have to be above 60, I feel like, to do that. I just finished my PhD in history. Yeah, you can clap at that. Yeah, you can clap at that. If you didn't just clap at that, fuck you. I posted on Facebook, finished my PhD, 13 likes. I'm like, that's one like per 25 pages. One comment from my Aunt Debbie. What's a PhD? <laughs> and I got one share. My mom. 
I'm like, my dissertation is killing it among elderly Jewish women in Metro Detroit who attend Charlene's Tuesday morning swim class. Okay, that's where I'm doing well right now. Like, what the fuck do I have to do to get some goddamn likes? Post a picture of two cats meowing at the same time? Oh, it's so cute, Lauren. Can I share this post? I struggle with the Me Too thing also. It's like, do I like it? Do I love it? <laughs> love that they're sharing it, obviously. Not that they've been raped. You know, you know what I mean? Um... No, so I have my PhD in history now, so I think a lot about the history of pornography. Like, what were people jacking off to 300 years ago? You know? Like, because you don't find that shit in the archive. Like, King Charles III didn't, didn't record, like, to his magistrates, I only masturbate to wooden statues of hairy vaginas and not those disgusting coniferous plywood fucking disgusting wooden fake statues like only reticulated oak filigree with ligneous hues statues ligneous hues damn it i had a thesaurus wooden to find ligneous by the way just so if you didn't know what that meant thesaurus.com some hot shit but like i think in the future uh like virtual reality porn is gonna take over like in the future, if you're still jacking off to videos, you're going to be like the guy today jacking off exclusively to wooden statues of hairy vaginas with ligneous hues. Like in the future, you know, because virtual reality porn is going to get really good at simulating sex or whatever it is that you like. Like, dude, what, what, are, you, what are you into? Like, what kind of kinky shit do you like? Wood, man. I fucking... It's like wooden statues with ligneous hues. You're going to get good at that shit, man. You're going to be in the VR. You're going to be jacking off. You're going to be getting close to coming. You're about to climax, and the VR goes free trial period over. Upgrade to premium. Choose the pricing plan that works for you. Free basic plan. Never orgasm again. Premium plan. Unlimited orgasms. They're going to get us. We're going to have to pay for porn again. It's like they're getting us everywhere, every time. Amazon Prime, Hulu Plus, Spotify Premium, fucking YouTube Red, everything. They're getting us. Everyone's getting us. It's like that. The free when the free trial period ends. It's like that moment in a relationship where the per, where the person you've been sleeping with for two months is like, "What are we?" It's like it's a moment of reckoning. What used to be free now you have to pay for. I um I was really bummed out that Bernie Sanders uh, lost. I thought he was fucking awesome. Like I just loved his. Ninety-nine percent of the new wealth created in this country is going to the top one percent of the top one percent of the top one percent. Instead, we elected the top one percent, where all the wealth is going to. We were almost hopeful about the future of this country. Now we're like, we need to go to Mars ASAP. Elon Musk, hurry the fuck up. What's taking you so damn long to build a spaceship to Mars? Like they discovered liquid water there two years ago. It came out in an interview, actually. He was experiencing delays installing virtual reality porn in Economy Plus. Apparently, 
The uh, rocket-propelled engines got clogged with semen and vagina juice. I didn't even know vagina juice could clog engines. Guys, that's my time. Thanks so much, Zach Foster. under some slavish dissertation deadline that was fucking up your comedy every time you came on here because you couldn't just emotionally be you. Now I get it. Now I understand. And also, I have a master's in history, so I halfway know what you went through. Halfway. My glass is half full. There's this full, full... Don't spill it. Just... It's got a 15-second life, shelf life, so. Uh, oh, yeah, that's so fucking obnoxious. Please don't let people call you doctor. Please. I mean, ugh. oh, my God. One of my professors would just absolutely, because I'm a lawyer and I have a JD, she would insist that I call her doctor. And it was just like, I, it's just, it, it makes it seem petty if you have to make people do it. Right? I just... Okay, do it. Just don't make people do it. How about that? Let's let's come to a compromise. I know you worked hard. So, uh, uh, Arden, are you ready? Do you want somebody else to go next? Or are you sure? Because Arden's writing feverishly. You haven't had a single hit off that uh, pipe you've got in your hand. Well, I could, I could talk to Zach a little bit more. Let me talk to Zach some more. So, Zach, what was your dissertation on? Awesome! How cool! What's next? Um, Bernie Sanders? You're gonna do one on Bernie? So why not? You're passionate about Bernie. Why not? Why do you have? You don't have to stay in the same country. I mean, I know they they prefer that. I I know that they want you to stay with the same, you know, five ten year period for the entirety of your career. But why not? Why not just Bernie? Oh, nice. Now, oh, okay. So speaking of which. I have a podcast here, uh, Tuesdays, Quantum Division, uh, what time is it on? 10 to noon, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, 10 to noon, going to drop a bomb. Now, I came out on my first podcast and said Cardi B was the next Rosa Parks. That was my master's in history speaking, you know, because Rosa Parks, Cardi B, okay, fine, Rosa Parks, anyway, listen to the podcast, it's, it's good, but my... <laughs> Yeah, I know. No, but I'm excited to drop another bombshell, right? Because that was really fun the last time I did it, and I was kind of disappointed in myself that I didn't, like, bring it that hard every single fucking podcast. Like, that's my goal, obviously. And that's Arden's goal, who's next, and also has a podcast here at Mutiny Radio. And, oh, my God. See, Arden, I just, I, I didn't, I took for granted, because I know your name, right? And I was like, oh, this is going to be easy. I know Arden's name. That's going to, right? Because that's, that's my struggle. But then I realized, now, now that I'm do in it, what is your, what is your podcast? Uh, the next what was it again? Uh, the night. night. Space. Space. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, when is it on? <laughs> that's a great title for a show that late. <laughs> All right, everybody, put your hands together for Arden. I'm the man from Mars, you go out at night. You can you eat Cadillacs, Lincoln's to Mercury's and... So, yeah, uh, <coughs> uh, excuse me. Where'd all the spot smoke come from? Anyway, how's everybody doing? We good? Yay! Woo! 
I'm getting on a plane on Tuesday to Chicago. Going to get away from all your ugly faces. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go tell sad jokes to sad people in a new city. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to be open micing it mostly out there. I- I'm booked on one show for five minutes. Uh, so uh, that's a booker who will regret that. Uh, I, so I got to work on my Chicago material. Oh, speaking of uh, getting ready for this thing, I went out. I, I, I'm blowing my load. I spent money on clothing. I bought this new stoner sweater at the Salvation Army. Yep, so it's secondhand new, you know. Uh, $4. Four whole dollars worth every penny. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but no, uh, Chicago jokes. Uh, the problem is I didn't do a lot of research. I, I did not hit up, hit up the Wikipedias. So the only things I know about Chicago, uh, it's the Windy City, because uh, all the fucking politicians, uh, they like to eat this soup called deep dish pizza. Uh, and I, I'd make fun of one of their sports teams if they ever won anything. I mean, you know, it's just... Uh, they still on about the bears out there? The bears, you know? Uh, so, anyway. uh, so yeah, I'm stuck in a 1990s SNL skit. Uh, yeah, uh, so anyway, uh, let's do some material since uh, that's what I'm here for, I guess. Uh, I just did get back from therapy. A lot, a lot of breakthroughs going on there, you know. Um, found out, uh, unfortunately, I am a comedian. Yeah, uh, so uh, unfortunately, I'm committed to this line of career, but, you know, they can't commit me to an institution for that. Uh, there are no sane pills, unfortunately. No. Uh, they do give me lots of weed, though. Lots of weed, because uh, I've got the terrible anxiety, you know? When I don't have the weed, I'm anxious about everything. Like, do I have any weed on me? <laughs> Is there weed where I'm going? Will they have enough weed where I'm going? You know, these, these are the quandaries I have. But speaking of flying to Chicago, Elon Musk, my personal lord and savior, uh, he's decided he wants to turn his rockets into uh, commercial airliners. All right? So now you can go anywhere in the world in 38 minutes via rocket. Yeah. As if air, flying was, as if air travel wasn't terrifying enough. Uh, so now uh, benefits and cons, you know, pros and cons to this whole thing. Uh, pro. Uh, you get anywhere in 38 minutes. Uh, con, uh, the New York to Moscow route's going to be real dicey uh, when the Russians are wondering whether the 704 is early or is that a first strike coming in? Yeah. Uh, potential uh, benefit to this whole thing. Uh, the in-flight entertainment's going to be a lot better. It's just 38 minutes of... Uh, ah! We're all going to fucking die! Uh, which in my book, better, better than an Adam Sandler movie. Better than an Adam Sandler movie, gotta say. You know. uh, pro, no more TSA, because if things just gonna blow itself up, I mean, you know. Uh, con, lots of delays. Lots and lots of delays, delays for everything. Uh, birds, weather, alien invasion. Uh, being overweight, you know, you'll, you'll hear this announcement. Uh, we're three grams overweight. Who didn't shake after they peed? Come on, assholes. We're on a schedule here. Uh, another potential con. If I don't have my morning latte and I go into the Elon Musk rocket port and I'm stumbling through the terminal trying to find my rocket, I get in and I sit down. They close that door. They make that announcement. And next stop, moon. Ah, fuck. I got on the wrong one again. Uh, I'm going to be late. Uh, 
goddamn commute's gonna kill me. Anyway, I I'll end on this uh, last note. I I was uh, jerking off to some lesbian porn earlier today, and in the middle of it, I went soft and started sobbing into my keyboard. Uh, and it was because I realized the women in this particular scene had a much better sexual relationship than I have ever had. Right? Because they're being open and honest, they're communicating, they're saying, pull my hair, spank my ass, do this, don't do that. But whenever I ask a woman, what can I do for you? What would please you right now? You always tell me the same thing. Just do whatever you want. Well, your roommate's not here right now, so you got to work with me. Anyway, my name's been Arden. That's been my time. Give it up for your host, Trina Roderick. You know, yeah, while you were doing your set, and I'm pretty sure the only way you can uh, be committed as a comic is if your comedy becomes a danger to yourself or others, so, right? I mean, the, the, I mean uh, I, I'd like to see that happen in comedy. That would be a comedy first, right? All right. We have uh, our next comic coming to the stage, Nicole Turley. I've heard your name, Nicole, but I don't think I've ever met you before. I'm so glad to meet you and, and, and looking forward to hearing your comedy. Welcome, everybody. Nicole Turley. Yeah. How's it going, you guys? Yeah. So I seem like pretty perky and happy, but I am not a positive person, you guys. This is all fake right here. Yeah. That's why my smile looks kind of psychotic, semi-psychotic. It's all fake. Um, yeah. I hate inspirational quotes. Do you guys? I think everybody does, or sane people do, or people with brains do. Uh, the worst are platitudes. You know, they don't really mean anything. They're just empty phrases that could be inspirational, you know? Like, no matter what, never stop being you. But yeah, but what if you're a psychopath? You know, I mean, I'm pretty sure that Jeffrey Dahmer was being himself, you know, we all know who that turned out, you know, my least favorite one has got to be um, today is the first day of the rest of your life. <laughs> Yeah, really, the only appropriate place for that platitude, oh God, even the word platitude, I just want to barf every time I say it, uh, but the only appropriate place for that platitude is really up the ass of the person saying it. Um, oh God, this one time, uh, my friend and me, we were drunk at a bar, um, that was before I quit drinking, so last week, um, and so we were drinking at a bar, we both had really shitty days, and we were bitching about it, we were bitching and moaning, and she's like rattling off these stupid inspirational quotes, she's like really hammered, and she turns to me and she goes, God, I just want to get out of my life, I want to be somebody else for one day, just, just to be somebody rich and famous, that would be so awesome, and she goes, Nicole, who would you be if you could be anybody in the world for one day? I'm like, okay, that's never going to happen. <laughs> Keep drinking. Um, and I thought about it, and I was about to say Oprah. I know she's not really trending, but still, she's one of the most powerful women in the world. She always will be as long as she's alive, you know? Except if I were Oprah, I'd do non-Oprah things, you know? Like have a three-way with Dr. Phil and Gail. 
um, maybe have a self-help book burning session, you know, maybe sell children's organs on the internet. I don't know what I do. It'd be funny though. Um, God, if I were Oprah for a day, I would ruin her reputation. Her reputation, her life would be over. And then, then it hit me, dude, I don't want to be somebody rich and famous for one day. Cause I'm going to be him for a day. It'll be awesome. And then I'll go back to my own life the next day and nothing would have changed. I'll feel like crap again. So I said, I'll be Becky Frank. My friends all, who's that? I'm like, she's this backstabbing whore that I work with that slept with my boyfriend, lied to my manager to get me fired. God, and if I could be her for one day, I would spend that entire day just running her life into the ground. So think of what you guys could do with like one day of your worst enemy's life. You know, you could be their karma. You could spend all their money. You could burn their house down. You know, you could even give all their money to charity. So you could do good things with this too. It would be awesome. Man, you guys should see how badly I can fuck up my life in one hour. Imagine what I could do with one day of yours. That would be epic. I don't know what I'd do with one day of Becky's life, but she would wake up the next day, full on face tattoo, head shaved, and then she'd reach in her pocket, and in her pocket there would be a note from me that read, Good morning, Becky. Welcome to the first day of the rest of your life. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I quit drinking. Woo! Uh, it's been six months now. I can't believe it. It feels like a lifetime. But in celebration of my six six dry months. Um, I'm going to start brewing my own non-alcoholic beer, you guys. Yeah, I thought it'd be fun. Um, I'm going to call it What's the Fucking Point. Um, That's what I'm going to do. And I got to tell you guys, I don't know if you know this, but it's not hard to quit drinking. You think it would be, right? Uh, it's easy, you guys. I had the easy, it's one of the easiest things I've ever done. It's all you do is use this little method um, that I use. It's called doing every other fucking drug you can get your hands on. It, it works great. If you know anybody trying to get sober, you totally use this method. I mean, when I get stressed out, I just pop a couple oxy, you know, and, you know, I snort a couple lines of ketamine and I'm good. You know, I should really go to AA meetings and sponsor people in this little method that I like to call alt sobriety. It's rad. Oh, you know, I think if I want to quit smoking, I'll just like use whippets. Yeah, that's a great idea. I'll do that. You guys like whippets? A couple nods. Yeah, you guys do. Yeah, whippets are awesome. I think that would be an embarrassing drug to go to rehab for, though, wouldn't it? You know, that would be the worst. You're in there with all these guys like, hey, Hank, what are you in for? Heroin. Hey, Mike, what are you in for? Crack. Nicole, what are you in for? (laughs) Upside down whipped cream canisters. (laughs) Anyway, that's about my time, you guys. I'm going to be in the Hell Hat Improv Show making pulley jokes out of my ass later. So you guys should totally come to that or stay for that if you're already here. Thanks. Nicole Turley. Some good stuff. Brilliant callback. And I'm also really glad you addressed the whole I'm actually technically in a bad mood because we got up here smiley face and I was like, what the fuck? This girl wasn't happy five minutes ago when I put her on the list. So, uh, you know, but that's always my struggle too. It's like, do you go out when you aren't in a bad mood? And I always think to myself, well, if I was a, you know, at some point we're going to be paid and you can't be like, oh, not feeling it. Not feeling it. Anyway, our next comic. I do. I was about to ask. I would ask Geneva. I can get Geneva, yeah. right? Geneva Rust Orda. Rust? Rust. Orda. Orda. Just, okay. Is it? But she doesn't hyphen Geneva. No. <laughs> 
simple truths, guys, okay? I'm a professional, okay? Okay, I think I've got it, Geneva. Geneva Rastorva, wait, no, no, wait, okay, wait, 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 okay. Ready? All right, put your hands together for our next comic, Geneva Rastorta. I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> I have I have dumb thoughts. I think that's a uh, definition. But um, even I knew that women got sexually harassed, though. <laughs> like, you don't need a degree. Um, but I caught myself the other day thinking, if I get a tattoo that says "Daddy's little girl," men might treat me with more respect. <laughs> so I'm an idiot. Um, because if you belong to a man and someone is rude to you, they're not just being rude to a woman. They're being rude to another man, which is really bad. So that's my theory. But as it stands, um, I think I'm all right. I, I live with my parents and a fucking dog. Um named Sparky and uh we didn't always have it but um my mom found it in the middle of like a highway um it was just like there uh so clearly God was trying to kill it um but she picked it up and took it home and now it lives with us um and eats my underwear it's what it eats which is kind of cool because I didn't know I could cook but um, I hate this dog. Um, I wouldn't really mind it eating my underwear, but it's never like when I'm wearing them. So uh, don't feel like included. Um, we've got two though. We have Sparky and Watson and they're really into this skunk. They like really like the skunk like puts it in their place. <laughs> so every Tuesday it'll come and eat our garbage and the dogs will run out to it, like throw themselves at the skunk. And um, they uh, get sprayed and come back like happy as hell. They, they really enjoy um, being punished. And so they smell like shit. But um, my stepmom calls Sparky mom, which I think is weird. Um, my stepmom is adopted. I don't know if she thinks like she's been reconnected with her biological mom. I'm not sure. But now it's her service dog. Um, so it took an online course to be a service dog. They paid like $30 to get a PDF of like a little certificate and um, made sure that it was like a codependent relationship. So. One of the questions was like, what does the inside of your human's ear taste like? And there were two correct options. There was uh, home or my true purpose. Um, so Sparky passed. And the other question was, uh, would you be able to carry or drag 230 pounds? And Sparky just lied. 
She's tiny. Um, but the thing is, she's a service dog, but she's not allowed to go to the grocery store because she's afraid of the doors into the grocery store. So the one time she went, she had to come right back. Um, I don't know what to do about that, but that's there. I live with them. I live with my parents. Um, so I shave my pubes because <laughs> I'm afraid if they get like too long, my mom will knock on my door and be like, you need to move out now. <laughs> You're a woman. Um, one minute. Uh, do I have anything interesting to tell you? Not really. Um, women get harassed. That's a thing. Uh, and, you know, other stuff. <laughs> um, but I didn't want to put a Me Too status because it's grammatically incorrect without a comma. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Uh, there's this weird thing with like grammar and, uh, what is it? Social media, uh, movements. It's, it's always grammatically incorrect. Um, not that like it, I just think if you're trying to say something important, it should be grammatically correct. Like I'm not like grammar doesn't bother me if it's like I came for the first time. Like no one cares if, if, cause Male comics always talk about the first time they came. That's the thing. That's what they talk about. And then women comics just talk about how much they hate their bodies. Um, unless they're married, then they get to talk about how much their husbands hate their bodies. So <laughs> excited for those days. All right. That's it. Bye. <laughs>
<laughs> uh, yeah, say what you want about my body, but I am attentive and uh, compassionate, trustworthy, like everything a woman wants in a friend. <laughs> um, yeah, I need some some swagger. You know what I'm talking about? Swagger like those like those douchey guys have, the ones that are like all super arrogant and cocky and emotionally unavailable you know the kind i'm talking about the ones that are constantly getting laid like i i need some of that i don't know i don't know where you get that from this is going well so far matthew um had some new stuff i wanted to try uh no i didn't um yes i'm uh Trying to eat right again? It's fucking killing me. Oh, you go to a nutritionist, dude? You ever been to one of those? Not fun. Uh, this one told me, look, like, sugar's your problem. You got to give up sugar. She's like, but there's hope. If you give it up for a long period of time, you won't even like it anymore. It'll be it'll be unpalatable. I don't even know what that means. But, uh, so it's like, all right, all right. So, dude, I went three months three whole months without eating any sugar whatsoever and I ate a piece of cake and came all over myself. <laughs> it's fucking embarrassing, dude. My knees buckled. I was still in the checkout line. Jesus Christ. This old lady thought I was having a stroke and she started giving me mouth to mouth and then I came all over myself again. It's like, fuck this. That's the last time I'm giving up cookies. No way. Yeah, so I'm eating salads now. Salads? Salads are the hand jobs of food. Seriously, dude. Like, the only thing that makes it be better is a little oil. For like, the only time... I don't know. I feel like salads and hand jobs, it's only when you're fat, desperate, and have really bad health problems that you're willing to take that course. Who knows? Who knows? So I've been in San Francisco a while now. A little over a year. It's crazy. There's this whole attitude of... Um, which it's everywhere, but seems to be more prevalent here about how you got to love yourself. Self-love and be accepting. Uh, why would I want to be friends with the enemy, dude? I don't, I don't think that's the solution to this problem. Uh... I think it goes a little deeper than that. I think it's much more important that uh, that I realize I'm a fuck up. Uh, I think being honest with yourself is a lot more important than loving yourself. Uh, yeah, dude, you're getting a little fat. Uh, nobody will fat shame you here. Been going to the gym like three weeks now, and everybody's like, "You're not that fat." I'm like, stop fucking lying to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're not helping the situation. Because that's all I need is just a little bit of, oh, I'll be fine. No problem. I'll be totally fine. Uh, I had some other stuff. Yeah, I was reading the Bible the other day. One of the things people do, just because. And I read, it said the eyes are the windows to the soul. You ever heard that before? Yeah, I found out if you look me in the eyes, like you can, you can tell that I desperately need to be held. <laughs> Like, like, if you look real deep inside there, I think that's what you'll see. Um, 
Anyway, I think that's all I got to try. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good night. I mean, I'm not going to hold you, but I will hug you. You are so welcome. Also, you know what? I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a salad eater, and I got to tell you, Matthew, you know what makes a good salad? Bacon. Meat. <laughs> right? Doesn't make for a good hand job. I can tell you from someone who gives them. I'm from a giving point. Like, a lot of meat doesn't, it doesn't make it any, well, you know how, uh, you know, your hands, you know, can't fit or a lot of meat it's there's not you can't two hands there's no two-handed oh, that doesn't make sense right i mean i'm just you could try it but yeah, try it. it would be like eating a salad with two forks which you can do well <laughs> they, they, it, that, in the same manner it's how many hand jobs have you given <laughs> okay well i mean to someone else Really? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to go so high visionary. I also didn't mean to make you expose that into. I, I apologize. I didn't. I didn't. I mean, I, I understand that that was the natural consequences of my actions. I'm just saying I didn't think it through, and I wouldn't have had I thought it through. But, you know, I suck at this. Like, how are we not getting that? Okay. So, uh, George is up next. And I'm so sorry, George, because I didn't give you any Maybe give Matthew the, the, there we go. So uh, our, our, our sound guy, come into the stage. Put your hands together, everybody, for George Davis Smith. <laughs> Jesus. This fucking carpet is weird. It's got to be for sound, right? I would hope so, because this is a shit idea. Anyway, I <laughs> I was thinking about coming up here and just grabbing like five hell hat ideas and give everybody like a little preview of the hell hat. And uh, if you'd like, Trina, you can grab me five fucking random hell hats and we can give them an idea of what this show is going to be about later tonight. Don't give any of the answers to Nicole. She might hear that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why it's funny, Matt. <laughs> All right. Awkward favors. Okay, yeah. <laughs> there was one funny time. A friend of mine, well, he wasn't a friend at the time, but he was like a party pal. He was hanging out on the third floor of this hotel, right? We were all doing cocaine and having a lot of fun. And um, he decided when the police showed up to jump out of the third story window and into the bushes. He missed the bushes and just landed on his shit. I was pulling out of the parking lot and did him the awkward favor of putting him up for fucking five months <laughs> in my house as he self-healed doing eight balls in cocaine of cocaine and fucking smoking a lot of really good weed. So that was an awkward favor. Okay. Part two. <laughs> oh, boy, I hate these. Pulsating boner. All right. Well... <laughs> when I was uh this kind of brings me back to hermaphrodites. 
when I was thinking about uh, how I learned about all that stuff, first off, I, if I was hermaphrodite, I'd be happy because I'm named after a Greek god instead of intersex, which means I sound like I'm being named after a part of the tax legislation. Because, like, a Greek god is cool. Tax legislation is horseshit. I'm going to explain the joke one more time. Anyway. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, so how did I get that pulsating boner out of hermaphrodites? Well, when I was 15, like, we had these uh, weird little stores with these weird little um, magazine bags that have four magazines in them. And, like, on top, they'd be all sealed in plastic, and on top of these magazines would be, like, your swank, you know, some high-end in the middle of it, in like in the bottom, it might be a hustler, you know, something kind of cool. And I'm like 15, so the fucking foreign guy at the edge of the woods, like gas station, doesn't give two shits. And um, so I go and get those. And in the middle of the fucking magazines are these like fourth tier hustler sendbacks, because these are all second market magazines, which means these are the shits that once you had a porno shop, nobody bought the shit, so you sent it back to fucking Penthouse or fucking Larry Flint or whoever the fuck you got this shit from, and then they sent that shit back to the gas stations where people on speed and people don't give a fuck about like underage porno buying, just give it up, no problem. So I go in there, and I'm like, I'm 15, my first new job and shit. I got to, like, find a spot to hide porno in my house. So I go in there, and I start getting these magazines, and that fourth fucking tier books are always plugged in the middle of it. And that's, like, in the 90s, that's how I learned about, like, people, like, pregnant women, like, you know, preggers. That's what it's called, like, preggers monthly. Cute. And like, um, like all that peg leg shit. And that's also how I learned about hermaphrodites. And like, well, yeah, I think that's how. Yeah, I don't think I read the Greek myth. So, like, <laughs> so it was really weird. Like, like I sit sometimes, and this, this is a weird stance, but who gives a fuck? It's like nobody cares. It was, I don't like. Let's say I'm born like titties and a dick right you know just born that way hermaphrodite just born that way right and then like 20 years in the game you get surgery where like like look let's say i'm born black okay and you've been in the game for like 20 years and shit and then one day you get the surgery with like soul man you can take the fucking pink pills and be fucking black where do you stand in the hierarchy of that world now are like you like fuck you? <laughs> or are you like I'm happy this shit's going on? Or are you like OG'd in where like every time you show up they're like, oh shit. Like, I've never understood that perspective. And that is a weird pulsating boner. I don't even know what this means. Fuck you. You'll get a lot of that tonight. <laughs> Why do you hate your brother? Oh, that's easy. <laughs> Darrow's the only one who hit me ever in this world. Cause I, and I earned it because I was being a shithead to mom. And he's the only fucking scumbag who drives 200 miles an hour like from, I think we're in Kissimmee, Florida, to the Keys. 
If you have any idea how far that is, that's an all-day drive at 130 miles an hour <laughs> in a fucking Porsche 911 with the floor fucking knocked out. <laughs> He's got the windows down, throwing garbage on either side of the street. He does nothing but litter, curse, and tailgate at a, like he's in a race course all the fucking way through. It, we got to the bridge in the Keys and didn't know we had like another 45 miles to go. <laughs> and like a two-lane bridge. It's like the worst hostile shit. So why do I eat my brother? Because he's a littering, punching shit. All right. That's my five. <laughs> awesome. George D. Smith. Davis Smith. I like the three-name thing. I- I'm digging that. I'm digging it. And uh, I'm also digging our next comics comedy, except for he's not, because he's leaving. Do you want to go next, or do you want to? Do you need to go outside for a second? Because I can bring up Nicole. I can uh, ask some questions of our audience. You know, like, uh, what's the difference between a bitch and a cunt? Well, <laughs> you uh, you cheat on a bitch, and she slashes your tires. You cheat on a cunt, and she fakes a pregnancy and pockets the abortion money. (laughs) Because there's no better way, faster way to get rid of a guy than to uh, tell him you're pregnant. Uh, Let's see, what else? Um, A bitch will make her boyfriend wear a condom. Cunt will make her boyfriend get a vasectomy. Because birth control is not our problem. We're not the ones who put something in us to make it grow. Exactly. No. No. Oh, so, Nicole, what do you think? You ready to do this? We're going to hear some more from Nicole. From Nicole. Yeah, yeah, but just practice, whatever. Or, or riff or do some crowd work. How am I supposed to do crowd work with a crowd of two or three, four, five? Do I count the people in the booth? Do you guys count? Do you guys matter? Okay. You, oh, okay. So how many did you have? Six. Okay. Oh my God. We got a, we got a crowd at a packed house in here with all your personalities. Give it up for that. Oh yeah. Okay. I guess since I'm going to be pulling jokes out of my ass in about an hour, I should start practicing now. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Trying to think of something I could say off the top of my head. Uh, I hate it when, oh God, there's only two females. I don't know if guys will get this. Maybe, I don't know if chicks, if, 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 if weirdo chicks do this to you, but it's like when the creepy guy from your hometown, uh, like, you know, messages you on like f- social media, like after he sees like some pictures you've posted, you know, and he's all creepy and he goes like, Hey, I, I saw your pictures. You're really pretty. It's too bad you don't live in Portland still. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because if I was there, I, I would totally fuck you, right? No, and actually, yeah. So, yeah, th- like he's like saying, like he's so unself-aware of how creepy he is that he thinks that that's the only reason um, that we're not fucking. <laughs> like he doesn't realize he thinks that it has nothing to do with the fact that he looks like a mutant leprechaun 
Um, no, I don't. I I'm, that that sounds shallow. I'm not just down. He, this guy was a real creeper. I used to do theater with him, and he just oh god, yeah. I don't even know why. Why do we stay Facebook friends with people we actually don't like? Here's why: pet pictures. There are literally people on social media that I only have on there to see pictures because their animals are so fucking cute. It's like their only redeeming quality. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. I mean, animals a lot of times are better than people. The other day, I was driving and this guy was crossing the street and the car in front of me, he was walking his dog across the street and the car in front of me almost turned, you know, because he didn't look to see someone crossing and the guy yells at him and I was more upset about the dog almost getting hit. I'm like, oh, you know, fuck the guy. I had no reason to hate him i just figured he looks like the type of guy who people would like his dog better as that was just my judgment on that what else can we talk about oh god i know in my notebook i wrote some new joke topics um oh gosh um let's see this one's really good i think that people uh a lot of us you know we try to put our best face, our, our best face forward, you know. Um, we try, you know, not to be racist. We try not to be judgmental. We try to look kind, like we care about other people. But I think deep down inside a lot of people, there's, you know, a lot of shittiness, you know, that we hide, you know, or don't admit to, you know. I mean, people like sense. And it's like, what if we just kind of let that out? Then people could call us on it for being an asshole and we could learn from it, you know. That's why when you see somebody being openly being an asshole and not hiding it, I mean, I think you should just commend them. Say, I am so glad that you're honest about being a complete and total twat, you know. Here's what you did wrong. Now you can learn from it. And then just give them a big kiss on the cheek. And then just walk away while they have that stunned look on their face. Yeah, so I, my, the, the moral of this, this, this little thing I'm just rambling about here is just, guys, just be an open, if you're an, just be an asshole, okay? Just, uh, and then, then people can correct you on it. Then you can become a truly good person. Don't hide your inner asshole. Okay, inner asshole. I think I'll do um, one joke. Um, oh, here's one that... Um, Somebody told me wasn't funny, but I haven't tried it yet. So I'm going to try it and get it out there and prove that it's not funny. I think I thought it was. I don't. Yeah. I, these things come into my head. It's like um, I try to do good stuff for the environment. You know, like I don't use tampons. I use the diva cup. I mean, I just don't like sticking the same thing in my vagina over and over again. I mean, that's why I don't have a boyfriend. Okay, my roommate is wrong. Did you hear that, Susan? They like my joke. Okay, so I'll have to try that again. Um, now you guys all know about my personal hygiene. Um, I don't like taking showers. I, <laughs> I, like, I'm the kind of person that has to be reminded or prompted to take a shower. Like, <laughs> when we'll, um, this one time I did so many drugs. <laughs> I did so, you know, guys ever done so many drugs, you're like, oh my God, I think I just OD'd, but I can't get this shit out of my system. It's one night we had spent up, oh my God, you could have put us under for surgery, a bunch of ketamine and GHB and Molly. <laughs> we just had an all nighter after we went to public works and I just got up the next morning and I had to work at four, but I had not slept all night because I, you were cracked out because your brain is like, what the fuck am I doing? Your brain stops doing what it's supposed to do naturally at that point. And my, everybody, they had to took like three different people. Nicole, take a shower. You'll feel better. But it's like, you don't want to get out of that warm blanket, you know, and you know, your body grease is kind of comforting. Um, yeah. So now, you know, a little more about me. Um, God, that was a fun night. Um, oh man. 
so I think I just got the horn. <laughs> That's what she said. So that was fun. We'll see how this hell hat improv goes when I can't just pull it right out of my brain. Okay, thank you. Awesome, Nicole. That's great. I, I loved I Actually, I think it's kind of fun and challenging to see what you can just pull out of your ass, right? I mean, all right, so coming to the stage next, see what she can pull out of her ass. If in case you guys haven't figured it out, we are... Uh, we went through, ran through our comic list, and so we're now we're just doing more time, which is awesome. And I'm also, it's given me another opportunity to practice my naming and my names and my person's identity thing. Uh, so Geneva, Orta Rust, Rust, Rust Orta, Rust Orta. Um, right, this never works for Mintry. Um, someone told me that sex is like pizza. Uh, even if it's bad, it's good. That's some shitty thing that <laughs> guys say. Um, I don't think that's true. I think sex can be like pizza in that if it's really bad, it can kill you. Um, just, I don't know. I, I really like it because I, I slept with someone um, and I was like, I definitely have AIDS. Um, like, even if I don't have AIDS, I still like I have AIDS That's just because it. Um, so I didn't know. I put a plan B up my butt. And if that isn't having AIDS. No, I don't know. People die. It's great. Um I really want a man to make me come, but I don't have that kind of money, so it's just myself. Um, I think that was funny too. I uh, my um, you're not supposed to like speak ill of the dead. That's a thing for, for whatever reason. But I hear a lot of weird things about the dead people in my family. Like um, uh, I guess my someone old in the 1930s had a husband and he died. And they say, like, about the husband, like, he was really good at not being at home. That's, like, one they like to say. And she, so she had a collection of erotica, and um, he died, which was great. And then she had a big bookshelf with, like, just erotica collection. So um, I'm related to this, like, porn addict. But she masturbated in the 1930s, which is super impressive because back then, like, women had to get off on just, like, slowly brushing their hair in the mirror. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, it sucks. Oh, what else do I have? It sucks being three. Um, I think when you're three and you want attention, you have to just, like, scream and hope that whoever hears you doesn't want to eat you. That's what you do when you're three. And you don't know that many words and you're emotional. So basically all you can talk about is your mom or your dad or whether or not you just shit yourself. And that's what you have to, and like it would suck if you were mad at your mom, but the only word you remembered was mom. So everyone was like, she's shouting for you. And you're like, no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but now I'm older and wiser. Like there's easier ways to get attention that are way more dignified. Like one thing you can do is just get a tattoo that says lost on your fingers. 
and then sit in a corner and if someone asks if everything's okay you just say everything's fine and you hope that they ask more questions that's a way more dignified way to get attention i think um i met my stepmom when i was older when i was like 16 and she didn't want to shake my hand and i was like smart woman i do not wash um, but then she said, no, it's not a hygiene thing. I just don't know whether or not I respect you yet. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, <laughs> totally. You should not just respect everybody. Um, so then a little while later, she had like a party at her house. Um, and it was kind of a long party and people fell asleep. And while they were sleeping, I shaved off their eyebrows and now she shakes my hand all the time. Um, dominance. I think that was all the news. Well, um, yeah, that's all the new stuff that I have. But I'll keep talking. I'm happy to keep talking. Um, don't keep talking. Bye. <laughs>
Anyway. <laughs> All right, so uh, put your hands together. Wait, Travis, Travis. Okay, here's the, the question of the evening is, what's your last name? Uh, Thielen. Thielen. Yeah. All right, everybody, put your hands together for Travis Thielen. <laughs> Right. I did not even expect to uh, to do this set, but we'll see how it goes. All right. Um, shit, sex robots are a funny thing. There's a lot. Of, a lot of people are talking about that. There's a um, there's like these two schools of thought on it, right? Because like they're it's kind of interesting. Because um, should not put any weight on this. Uh, there's uh, it's kind of interesting because um, some people are worried like. Uh, People think that, um, oh, how am I phrasing this? Uh, so basically, there's a setting on some of them that they will actually resist your sexual advances, right? There's like two, there's two schools of thought, and they're saying like, one school of thought is like, well, you know, like would-be rapists can like take out their aggression on a sex robot and therefore be harmless, and then other people are saying, oh, that would just encourage them to actually act on it in the real world. Uh, but... I don't know. I mean, I feel like, like how, how high does that setting go? You know, like maybe, uh, maybe it could just teach guys to just be friends with women, you know, like you just have like a friend robot who's a female, like she just teaches you about like the feminine ideals and stuff. And she's like, I need a ride to the airport or like whatever. I don't know. That was a horrible, uh, I was just trying to riff. That's, that's a little snapshot of how this, uh, hell hat's going to go. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I think, uh, what else, dude? I don't know. Like, whatever, everyone's looking for a male opinion on the uh, hashtag Me Too movement, right? Come on. Uh, I know everyone's been looking for that uh, opinion. I think it's important, man. I think we could do better, you know? I think, uh, you know, males could, should talk to other males, call them out on uh, sexual misconduct. It's a, it's a start. But uh, I'm going to be honest with you, it's, it's a huge uphill battle. Uh, there's not a guy in here who hasn't tried to suck his own dick. Um, I've like, so basically that means like we've all tried to, for, I've tried to force myself on myself. You know, like that's a hard psychology to try to combat. All right. Uh, moving on. <laughs> no, man. I, I literally, I, I think it is a good movement. I think it's, uh, I do think it's important. I, um, I'm sick of like rigid gender roles, you know? Like I wanna, I wanna comment on how pretty my friends look on Instagram. You know what I mean? I, uh, I would for once like to swipe right for someone's dog. Um, I, um, I think you know, I think gender roles are stupid. I think there is a place for gender roles though, like, uh, like in the bedroom. And uh, hear me out on this one, because I think if a girl pulls out a vibrator during sex, totally acceptable. It's kind of like, all right, stuff's getting kinky, but like. Would you really want a guy pulling out his fleshlight during sex? Like, yeah, yeah. let me f fuck this tube for a little bit. <laughs> like, it'd be disgusting. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, no, I, uh, so my girlfriend uh, broke up with me. Uh, shocker, shocker. Uh, no, I, I had a girlfriend, I dated a girl for like four years and um, she broke up with me. We weren't really sexually compatible. Uh, she always liked to have a finger in the asshole during sex and, uh, I was always too ticklish to enjoy that. Um, yeah, I wasn't into it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that, uh, yeah, I don't know, whatever. It's all good. I, I, after that, I moved to the city, 
So I, we broke up a while ago. Um, that was like two years ago. I moved to the city, dude, playing the field, being single, getting a lot of dick pics. Uh, I actually have a friend who sends me them randomly in text conversations. So I've become kind of like, kind of like a connoisseur, if you will. And, uh, and there's tons of ladies here, so please uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think I figured out why women don't like dick pics. Um, it's not so much that a guy is just sending you a picture of their dick. It's like the guy's you know, takes a picture, it might, might be a nice dick, but then like in the background, there's like all this, all this dirty clothes and stuff in his room and shit like that. It's like, get out of your room, dude. You know, like we could do better than that. Like I, I go up to like Coit Tower, like frame up the city in the background, you know? Uh, I'm just saying like, I think, I think you should say more about who you are as a person. Um, you know, do you do charity work? Um, if you volunteer at the ASPCA, you know, get a puppy in there. Uh, that's a good reference for size. Also, just like a probably couldn't hurt. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah. So been single. Been uh, actually, it's kind of nice. Been reading a lot of books. Um, I've gotten I've had more time to like read. Uh, that's that's actually a good thing. Um, I actually picked up a book not too long ago. Um, a brief history of time. I don't know if anyone here's read that. Yeah. Well I, well, I fucked up though. I got the audio book. I can't recommend Stephen Hawking's uh, audio books. Uh, just get the print version. Um, actually, I usually like self-help books, and I stumbled in this weird category on Amazon of um, these books on like how to successfully commit suicide. Uh, it's it's weird because it's hard to find the best one. Um, a lot of them have bad reviews. It turns out the best books on how to commit suicide are the ones with no reviews. All right, guys, on that high note, as they say in comedy, and on a low note, uh, thank you. Please go up for your host. Travis, thank you so much. All right, our very, very, very last comic coming to the stage, unless Mike wants to do some time. Okay, so after uh, our next comic, Alice. Alice. Alex, not Alice. I I know those are very different names. I get it. Alice Cooper. Uh, no, like I was saying, when people die, people react weird sometimes. Like my grandpa died, I didn't really cry. Uh, he gave me good advice, though. He gave me good advice. He said, uh, "Don't use icy hot as a personal lubricant." I said, that's pretty good. Anything else? He said, yeah, don't <laughs> ever. He said, Alex, don't ever mix. Don't ever mix PBR with whiskey. And uh, if you can, buy a lot of shoes. I said, that's great. Any last, he was like on his deathbed. And I said, anything else, Grandpa? And he said, uh, yeah, don't date girls from, uh, oh, hi. Oh, he said, I said don't date girls from Ohio. Oh, he said, don't date girls from Ohio. And then he died in my arms. My girlfriend left me. Not enough security. I was like, we have a storage unit. I mean, how much, how much more secure? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, y no, but for real, I, I was like, uh, honey, I said we were puck buddies, puck buddies. We play uh, street hockey together. 
I have a lot of puck buddies. He does too. I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. I was divorced, and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. Are you guys smoking pot in here? Oh, okay. Oh. Got to get some brownie jokes, some vape jokes. No, but my friend, I told, uh, I told my friend I was thinking of taking him taking improv classes and he punched me in the face uh if you're gonna watch porn man at least turn up the volume so your neighbors could hear i watched a good one it was called breakup sex it was pretty good it was like well yeah breakup sex uh thank you um don't shit where you eat unless you unless you Live in a San Francisco studio apartment. Am I right? Uh, drugs are bad. They're bad. Drugs are bad. Unless they're really good drugs. Uh, last time I went to jail, I thought maybe I shouldn't have got this tramp stamp two weeks ago. So I jerked off to another Gary Busey flick today. That's, what, that's pretty much my time. Give it up for your host, uh, Trina. with like just off the top right it's kind of nerve-wracking i know i know but we gotta you can't always uh, you know that's you we learn from it it's good i had a, a comment that i was going to make on your set but now i don't remember it so bummer do you remember it mike oh <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not that dumb. I swear, it's funny. I, like, I get worried because I sometimes I, I say humor like I don't know it. But I do know. I mean, I did, I did, uh, I did pretend to get Alex, uh, you know, Travis's joke, but generally I, I get it. Generally. Oh, I was going to, I'm going to send you an email. I was going to say, uh, uh, what was I going to say? Mike, uh, the, the the state bar gets real frowny face when I don't actually represent people who, uh, so, you know, just like I just threw the bar uh, under the bus, I, if you, you would get thrown under the bus. I would clearly, so I'm just making a record because I'm uptight about that stuff, right? It's all good. Uh, but yeah, the state bar. Right? You just bar. Like, that's pretty clear. Like, that's like, you know, hit with the, just the imagery, right? Just don't fuck with us. Anyway, well, I'm so glad you're here and that you've got five minutes for us. Come on, br uh, everybody put your hands together for Mike Spiegelman. Let's give it up to my attorney, Trina. I kid, it's a joke. It's, she's not, she's meant to, she set it up. She was actually very serious, and I won't bring it up. She's not my attorney, and I won't bring it up. These are all jokes. No, it's okay, counselor. And uh, we should actually keep this conversation offline. 
mean that you're my attorney. Hi, that was a joke. And uh, the State Bar, I, I mean, I have five minutes and I would hate just to. I wouldn't. Yeah, okay, well, thank you. I'll take your advice. See? She's, <laughs> that's what it would sound like had Trina been my attorney, which she is not. Oh, phew, thank goodness. I've been reading a lot of cookbooks. I had to stop halfway through. I nearly had a heart attack. Halfway through a cookbook, I nearly had a heart attack. I was reading a cookbook from the beginning to end. That's the joke. So, hey, how about uh, you ever go get a really get a, a game, video game guidebook? That's like, let me just throw another $25 into a Zelda hole. Because you have this big, thick book, and you're just like, all right, I'm going to sit down. And by the time you do it, it's like six years after you bought the book. So I don't think these guides, because you never play the game anyway, you know. That's really hardcore. I like, uh, I like video games. Uh, my kid wants a, a Switch, a Nintendo Switch. And uh, uh, she said, hey, let's get a Switch. I said, how much is it? She goes, it's uh, $300. I go, what? That's, uh, oh, shit. Hang on, counselor. I got to do the math. That's uh, 300, 300 times four quarters. <laughs> I forgot the math. The joke is, is that I translate the price into quarters because that's how old school video game I am. And that would be the joke if I had the actual number. But I didn't. But I gave the equation out, which is kind of good because if you're on, if you're listening. <laughs> Uh, so I've been reading a, a lot. I've been reading comic books, but I don't, I don't understand them. I, uh, I don't read the thought bubbles. None of my business. Don't care what Batman has to think. He's Batman. Wow, wait for me to kill that joke. No, I'm kidding. Uh, that joke will, will come back again, I'm sure. Uh, I do have uh, my notebook in here, and I keep a diary. And I keep a dream journal. And I also realize I, I write some other stuff. I write down like list books. I just like to go to Japantown or uh, Westfield Mall and just get like notebooks of various sizes and then write down lists and stuff like that. Like for, uh, and uh, it's good because what I'll do is I'll say <coughs> reward. I'll write this on the inside 50 bucks. Phone number. Email, my name, and then I will spend the first two pages writing something, and then about two years later, I'll be dusting something off, and there'll be a big pile of these bookcase, book, uh, various shapes. <sighs> Don't worry, when the quake comes, all this stuff will uh, disappear. All right, well, that's my time. Counselor, I'm going to stop. Uh, that was a joke. Stay far. Not my attorney. Not my attorney. Just our host. I really do because every time I mean I do it a lot because I'm so tight about it but you know what I really like is when somebody tries to tell the same joke over and over again uh, right that, that's my thing if I can get away with it so that's why I encourage that quite frankly because I wanted to hear you tell five minutes of she's not my lawyer joke but I have to tell you though it didn't really roll out uh, true to real life because if you were my client you would not have taken my advice because uh, I'm a woman <laughs> and I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about 
No, I'm kidding. I, I no, I am kidding. Well, I'm not kidding. I, I I have had a lot, a lot of clients take my advice and do really well that way. Because <laughs> you can do good by doing well. I mean, doing do well by doing good. Excuse me. Oh my God, Pam! It's been like opposite two hours. Called Alex, Alice, Geneva, Rusta, Orta, Rusta, Orta, Orta, Rusta. Rest of rest of order order rest of rest of order rest of you know we made it though and I still don't know Arden's last name you don't have to oh yeah oh well that makes it that makes sense so thank you so much he's like share oh Arden I totally forgot yeah come on up I forget me too. It's all the pot. Oh, uh, it's okay. I, I I just wanted to work through like a couple of things for Chicago and also figure out, get get a read on something. So a little bit of feedback. Uh, so uh, you, we've all been talking about sex robots, right? And, and I figured I I'd throw my hat into the ring on the sex robot debate, which is uh, I'm okay if they talk as long as they can't testify against me in court, because if they start talking. I'm going away for crimes against humanity. Yeah, yeah. So that's my take on the sex robot thing. Uh, okay, so scientists have figured out they, they saw two neutron stars collide with each other using the gravitational wave telescope. And the way that thing works is every time two neutron stars collide, uh, the gravitational waves go out and they distort space-time and you can measure this using lasers so I've been going around telling women that hey every time two neutron stars collide my dick gets just a little bit longer just a tiny bit you can measure it with a laser with a laser uh, okay this one honest opinion is this offensive because th this one this one this one's a little rough all right so uh, I have this new tactic for picking up women, right? uh, I go around to bars at closing time, and I convince them that I've been sent back in time to have unprotected sex with them and father the future leader of the robot resistance. This goes really well until I forget to sneak out, and they see me in the morning, and they go, you're still here. I thought you were supposed to know not exist anymore once, once you father the kid. And I say, ah, shit, we got to go to plan B. Where's Walgreens? I guess I've become the Terminator. Offensive or no? No, maybe, yes. All right. I'm going to tell it in Chicago. We'll see how that goes over. We'll, go, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, uh, last thing, last thing. Uh, what do I want to do for a last thing? Oh, God. Wait, what's one you think I should tell in Chicago? Um, yeah, pizza soup, that, that's going to go over real well. You know, the, it's, when I was a kid, the Sears Tower, this is what I'll end on. I, the Sears Tower, when I was a kid, was the Sears Tower. Now it's the Willis Tower. A and I, I know things are going bad, Chicago, but the Willis Tower? Like, are you hoping that Bruce Willis shows up and they film another Die Hard, you know? 
go back to not Nakatomi Plaza, but Willis Plaza. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm you're reaching, guys. You're reaching. Uh, anyway, that's been my time. My name's Arden. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks, Trina. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, Arden, here's the thing. I would like to, to see you roll the dice on being yourself with women. Like, for real. Just bring you, and, like, and then, well, well, okay, here's the thing. Like, I really, truly did not mean to criticize you the other night when I said maybe you shouldn't go to your date. Hi. That, I, I will, my point was this. My point was this. If you're, you, you smoke a lot of pot. Right, so you would be most compatible with someone who also smokes a lot of pot, right? Someone who smokes a lot of pot is gonna have to put effort into staying sober for that date. So if you don't put that effort into staying sober and she and you hang up, show up high and she puts effort into staying sober for this date, then really right, you don't want that. You, you don't want to annoy her that way, and right. You're right. You're right. That's a good point. So uh, let's end on that. Because I, li I, yeah, I like it. I like it. You, this is, see, I, I've encouraged you and you're already, I'm going to take credit for that. I really am. <laughs> All right, you guys, this has been happy hour and I'm over my time, which is bad form. Uh, but see you guys here next week. <laughs> Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. 
But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Looking for a personal injury lawyer in San Francisco, look no further than Francis J. Shaheda. Mr. Shaheda did an amazing job with my case. First, he informed the courts about my case that had not been scheduled or submitted yet, despite the language on the citation. I was so confused and afraid of the legal system, but he did it all for me. He communicated promptly via email with any of my questions. I was afraid of an enormous fine for a small infraction, as well as a criminal offense on my record, but he spoke to the DA to have my case removed from criminal court and put into the community court system. I am so overwhelmingly happy with the results he generated and would recommend him to anyone with legal issues. This is a personal first-person narrative because Francis...